Apex Central listeners, you can find us every Monday through Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball Nip. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball Nips and have a great time on the golf course. I'm all over the place. I'm getting I'm getting wedding cards. I'm just being a groomsman. It's hard work. I got to go to dinner and church and rehearsal dinner and all this. Oh, no, not dinner. <laughs> You're doing this all on Friday. The wedding's Sunday. Well, he, he blessed us with giving us a free Saturday. I know the rehearsal dinner is usually the day before. He did us a solid. And it's one of our one of our best friends in the in the groomsman party. It's his birthday tonight. There's just a lot going on. I cannot tell you a secret from a married man. That guy's setting himself up for failure in future years, putting his anniversary on Valentine's Day, because he's going to think in the early years he's going to get one gift and it's going to be enough. But when they've been married for seven or eight years, he's going to start wanting two gifts. I promise you. That's possible. She's a, yeah, she's a she's a good girl, good woman. She's a, she's a cougar. I'm sure married she's a, a delightful a delightful woman, and 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 I uh, hope they have a long life together. Just the Valentine's Day wedding is going to backfire on any man. No, it's fair. So I guess in their defense, the wedding was supposed to be in September originally. Obviously, COVID pushed it back. Very nice venue in Jersey, the Venetian. And I guess the only date they could do that would be pretty much in 2021 was on Valentine's Day, and he took it. All right. Sweet tea again? What is it? You drinking sweet tea again? Oh, yeah. Do you think I stopped? I never stopped drinking sweet tea. I thought you cut it off. Yeah, she sweetens it with Splenda now instead of sugar. <laughs> so, Stevia, I'm sorry, Stevia, not not Splenda, excuse me. She sweetens it with Stevia and not sugar, which probably still going to kill me just a different way. Um, so, Ben Mintz will be here shortly. He's uh, They actually timed a video in the office right at 12 because they don't like this show. So, he'll be here shortly. I'm here. Marty Mush is here. Big Ev is here. And we'll get started. Marty, did you have something to say there? Nope, nope. You, you're, you're, I was you're going – I was going to. I was just when when Brandon branded content. Rob comes to you. It's like it's now and never. You can never say, "Hey, I got a show." <laughs> it's unbelievable. It is very unbelievable. So, um, all right, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, the the picks have been subpar. I think Pick Ab is now in the no. Somebody else is in the lead. Rico's now in the lead. Rico, Rico had a good day yesterday. Yeah, Rico took the lead. He is uh, he's fourteen and seventeen. Four and zero yesterday. He's down three units. Big Ev down four point nine units. Marty Mush down ten units. Big Cat down two point three units. I'm down twelve point one five units, and Ben Mintz down thirteen units. Uh, we all as a as a group need to get together. And I don't know if it's positive vibes. I don't know if it's uh, it's affirmations. What do we need to do? Do we need to go all out and get laid together? I don't know what needs to happen. We need to be able to get better as a group. You want to know what I think we need? I think we need Stu's dinner. I think that's what we need. I think you're right. Do you that's think we need to watch dinner with Stu, or we just need to have him on the show? Both. I think we need to have him on the show and tell him we need dinner. When yeah. and definitely when he uh, when he comes on the show, it does jolt us a little bit, and it's like you know what, life isn't that bad. I can win. I can do this. And I also tweeted yesterday that I won because I did win on my own. I didn't bet the game at ten thirty in the morning here. 
and I got it at two and a half. That was a hell of a win. I don't care if it's a push here. I'm just happy. Also, uh, when Stu is on, last time Stu was on, Stu told Marty flat out he was going to lose. He, he was a loser, and he was going to lose his one-bet challenge, and Marty immediately lost it in the next three days. Yeah, I also couldn't, like, actually only bet one game a day. No, right? <laughs> Nobody thought you could. No, yeah, it wasn't even close. Like on like Tuesday, like on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I could, but like when it came to Saturday, I had nothing else to do after twelve o'clock. Here's my take: It's easier to bet zero games in a day than to bet one game in a day. Fact. I would agree for sure. Because if you lose that game, you're trying to get back. You win it, you're trying to double it. If you decide, if you're in a spot where you need to sit out and you make the mature decision to go ahead and sit out, you're you're fine, and you don't pay attention to stuff. But if you've got you got one game out there. That means you're watching highlights. You're watching sports. You're you're in the mix, and the mix just grabs you by the neck and says, "Hey, look over here, minus minus four. What, what do you think about that?" I'm like, "Oh, I like that." Yeah. And the mix runs my life. Did uh did Rico go four and zero last night? Rico went four and zero last night. I cannot believe he's not here today. Well, apparently his deal, uh, his his magical deal, which uh, I I still want to see the paperwork. I think it was written by a unicorn. I. I I don't know what his deal is. He says he can't be here today, so he's not here today. I thought he would like would have done anything in his power just to show up. And the funny thing is, though, you know he's definitely listening. Oh, he's watching. watching. Don't rule out. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 1,000 percent. Just he's go and he's it'll be like he'll text us like, "What? Yeah, not going to talk about my four and You're not going to talk about it because this isn't like we're not in the office. So this is we're all just on the internet. So he could just at a moment's notice pick up his computer and be with us like that. Literally doing what Big Ev's doing on his phone. Actually, now that I think about it, why the fuck isn't he here? Because <laughs> his excuse for not being here usually is he can't come to the office. I'm in, a fucking, I'm in a strip mall parking lot, Brandon. <laughs> um, I thought you, I thought you meant strip club parking lot for a second. Me too. It's it's noon. That'd be, I mean, that'd be better. I'm I'm just looking at Chipotle and Burlington Coat Factory and Coles. <laughs> That's all At least I'm seeing somewhere it. where you can park in a parking lot. I, I take that for granted. In my whole life, I could just drive somewhere, park my car, get out and go. Now I'm in this freaking city. You got to either park in the seven streets over or you got to park and, and pay $40 for parking. I'm what, do mean, what do you mean you could just park your car and go? Meaning if I wanted to go to a store, I drive to the store and I would park there. Answer it. Just answer it. <laughs> Hello, Rico. I mean, he is listening <laughs> to the beginning of the show. Just, just go on your phone, Rico. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. He's got to go. This is a Rico minute. That wasn't even a minute. That was like fifteen seconds. I think Rico was trying to make a case that his four wins because they were blowouts. They should count as like ten. Yeah, so that's basically just be. It might as well just be twelve now. A win's a win. All right, you don't have to go. You don't have to spike the football. It's not like he's he's still three units down. He's still uh, the the tallest puppy in a in a, in a litter full of mutts here i mean there's no real win for him he just went four and oh yesterday so whatever it's the smartest guy the smartest guy on the short bus smartest guy on the short bus that's a, that's a that's a good way to put it um all right so we got a lot of sports to talk about a 
Dion has responded to Marty Mush's bullshit, and Dion has said has called it out for what it is, and said you're crazy, and I will beat you in every single thing that I can beat you in. Marty Mush, your response to Dion saying that you are trash and your roommate even backing Dion. Oh yeah, the, let me tell you, I'm on two back-to-back shows here. Walk the line, pick central, and I got no, I got no support from any of my friends. It's Dion Sanders. 53-year-old Deion Sanders, and uh, and Big Ev, I'm not doing – I saw your tweet just actually like 20 minutes ago from yesterday. We're not doing like backyard games. I'm not doing loopholes. We're not doing like corn okay. like cornhole. Ping pong maybe. Ping pong's okay. That's a ping pong. It's in the Olympics. My, my, my thing was when I saw all of a sudden we're talking about these kind of backyard games, I was like, we can't let Marty do this. We can't let him no. say he's better at sports. And then all of a sudden it goes from sports – so they're playing Jenga and darts. Even though I think he'd still probably beat you in darts. He'd probably beat you in most of these games. Dion, to me, is just, even though he's obviously, obviously he's a phenomenal athlete. So there he's got you already. But I also, he's a phenomenal competitor. Like I love the way I said it yesterday. I was basically, whatever, if you run a 4.7, he'll run a 4.6. You run a 4.8, he'll run a 4.7. Whatever you run, he will just run faster. Whatever you do in whatever, if you basketball, you score nine, he'll score 15. Like it just doesn't, he will just find a way to win. That's like, what I just we. Think, I just think you will have like you have. You're a solid. You're for the average Joe. You're a good athlete, and I think you have a, you have another gear that you can turn on. But I think he has about seven gears that you can turn on. It's going to be challenging. I, I think that I can definitely. I still. I'm still confident in myself. But if anyone, everyone watching right now, live and listening later, tweet at me the seven sports that are fair. Because right now we have home run derby. Ten smoked you. Was it? What, how do you say tentatively? That's fine. You said it. Um, the forty. Yep. Ping pong. All right. At best, you're two and one now. And I think I'm going to be a man of honor and give him one on one routes. I'm going to lose that bad. That's that's four sports. I think right. you got to so play one on one basketball. He said no to that. He said that he got his nickname Prime in basketball. He said it's not even worth his time. Which I don't understand because why would he? Why would he say that one at a time and he would run the forty against you? I, I feel like the forty. I, you should just go ahead and count that as a loss right now. No, that I think he slowed down a bit. All right. Okay. Fine. Fine. Hey, fine. Yeah, but what I, do you have? Do you bowling? I t- there's three more sports. I don't know what we could do. Golf. I think. You, I think you got to play like tennis or something. Something that neither of you have played. I think you tennis. Throw a curveball in there. I think tennis and golf have to be on there. See, golf, well, obviously, about, I don't know about, this golf game. Are we talking about a round of golf? Are we talking about a long drive competition? Three holes. That's not enough. I think it's got to be nine. I think nine holes. Nine I, holes. I just know, like, I'm not going to get Deion Sanders to, like, that guy's busy as fuck. I'm not going to get him nine holes to do. Like like I've said, uh, Deion Sanders is a competitor. He will put time aside to whip your ass. All right, I think tennis. I think tennis is. Good. He said he's played tennis before. I'm. An, I'm not bad at tennis. Uh, again, it's it's one of the great athletes of all time. I mean, can you even do hockey? No, don't. It's, you, it's a whole different animal that you. I mean, I don't know how well you can skate. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know how well he can skate either. I wouldn't imagine he skated a ton. I wouldn't imagine you skated a ton. I feel like I, if you put hockey on the list, Dion would just say, okay, you win hockey, and you just have one in your – like, you win. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. If, if, if hockey's in it, then you have to play basketball. Yeah, no, I think so too. I don't. I I think that I want to put it in his court of like what he wants to do, and I will show up and do it. Well, that's a very good point. I, we're thinking about this. It's Deion Sanders against Marty Mush. Whatever seven sports Deion Sanders wants to play is what we're going to do. Let's not that these two have the same amount of stroke as far as figuring out what the sports are. And I'm also just an absolute – I'm already in the bag because I got to go to Jackson, Mississippi. Well, hey, that's God's country. It's a beautiful place. You'll eat good. You'll, you'll eat fried catfish. I want to go with you. Can I go? Yeah, you can go. Okay, good. Appreciate it. Thanks for giving me permission to go to my own home state. All right. <laughs> um, so we'll have um, a huge college basketball slate tomorrow. I kind of wish Rico was here so we could talk about this, but Marty's here. That's good enough. Um, he's one in. Marty is half of one of the two college basketball podcasts here at Barstool. I don't know which one's doing better than the other. Uh, so listen to B Mob or listen to B Mob, whichever. I was doing better. Is it just by pure rankings? Yes. All right, so tomorrow you got Oklahoma, West Virginia, number 12 against number 14. you got uh, Villanova, number 5 against Creighton, number 19. And you have Texas Tech, number 7 against Baylor. Uh, Baylor really went – I knew Baylor was good all along. They're number two team in the country. But when I thought they were going to win the national title, when I thought they were that good is when they went to Texas – I believe they went to Texas Tech a couple of weeks ago, and it just wasn't – it wasn't close. Stop for a second. Okay. I, think, I think it's postponed. What's supposed to oh. Baylor and Texas Tech? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, I, is, uh, is Michigan playing on Saturday? Are they back Saturday? I think I they're supposed they to, I saw they were supposed to play Wisconsin, I think. Because their first game, yeah, they're playing Wisconsin Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Yeah, they were supposed to play. They were supposed to play Illinois on Thursday, but yeah, they're playing Wisconsin back. But then they play Ohio State next Sunday too. So can I just can I just say something? And I don't want to say this, but it needs to be said. Uh, what what happens when we get to the tournament and teams have have these issues? So we talked about this on on Benchmob. It was like I I personally think that there's six hundred million dollars, and they're just going to hush hush, and that guy's not going to play that game. They can't not have a tournament again. I agree. I mean, it, it's too much. It's too much money. It's too much. So, so they're going to have the tournament. I mean, we forced through college football. We're forced through college basketball. But um, it's just in the in the perfect world, you just keep hoping that these issues kind of just start going away. But now we're in, in the middle of February, and Baylor and Texas Tech, the marquee game of the weekend, looks like it might be postponed. So that stinks. stinks. Yeah, but if you think about it, so selections. It's obviously selection Sunday. And they'll all and most of the teams that won their conference or already know like at large they're going to be in Indiana already. So that gives them what? That gives them five days of quarantine till yeah. their first game. Some of them six. So getting tested that many times and getting people out of there if they're if they're having it. I don't know. It, just hopefully because I mean football was a shit show. The Browns almost couldn't fucking play. And that was but that's the problem is that was a week in, apart from each other. This is fucking two days. Yeah. It almost makes you wonder if they really should have conference tournaments, if they like should just take that week off and just go right in the tournament so you have like a two-week period of, of quarantine for every team to get ready. Yeah, yeah, but, that's that's, what, yeah but all the uh, all these bad blue bloods are going to pitch because that's the opportunity to make a push. Yeah. For the Dukes of the world and all the – like that's the opportunity to make that push for – and not even just the blue bloods, just a bunch of teams. 
that's well, kind of your chance. Like an old, like an old Miss, even is kind of in that spot. That just came off the top of my head. There's a few teams like that that have kind of been playing well lately, and are kind of on that bubble. And the conference tournament's like your chance to kind of make that final, that final. And push. even even not even just a bit, the blue bloods, like these mid majors who like there's not always those clear cut like Gonzaga's in the mid major. Like there's fucking good teams that are gonna battle and that, that lose their chance. But it is a good question because that. That gives them what two weeks to quarantine, pretty much. Yeah, and I'm almost certain Kentucky's going to win the SEC tournament. I was going to ask, do you think like Kentucky and Duke make a run for the for the tournament? For sure, Kentucky. I mean, they they have the talent. They'll you know, and, and they always own the tournament. Now their big their big thing is there won't be fans there, and Kentucky usually overwhelms the SEC tournament because their fans outnumber the others like ten to one. Um, but yeah, they're going to, if there, if there's an SEC tournament, I guarantee you Kentucky either makes the finals or at least gets very, very close. That's the thing with the SEC and ACC. They're both obviously not that great of conferences. So those teams can skate by. I, I could see Duke making a little bit of a run. I think they're both still really bad, but I think it definitely make a run in that conference. I woke up this morning seeing Stacy's mom has got it going on and I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, it's been stuck in my head since you guys started singing it. Yeah, it's just Brandon a fun was, What? I said you were just singing it all, before, like, when we were backstage before the show went live. Stacey's mom. I mean, it's it, it's so it's so catchy. All right, this weekend, not only do you have a huge slate in college basketball, in Daytona, Florida, you have NASCAR Super Bowl. They start the season with it. It is the biggest NASCAR event of the year, the biggest race of the year. It is the Daytona 500 down there in Florida, 2.30 Eastern Time on Fox on Sunday afternoon. Be sure to watch that. Be sure to check it out. It's going to be 200 laps, 500 miles of thrills and awesomeness. And if you're in Michigan, if you're in Pennsylvania right now, you've got the Barstool Sportsbook app. You can go online and you can you can bet. You can you can, uh, you can play the race any way you want to. NASCAR is a fun race to, to get in on the front end and to live bet. As the race changes throughout, you can live bet. It is a fun experience. More states will be added soon for Barstool Sportsbook Mobile Betting. But right now, Michigan, Pennsylvania, be sure to check in on the Daytona 500, 2.30 Eastern Time on Fox, and go ahead and play that race because it is some kind of fun. All right. What else we got? Um, so we got a lot. All right. Texans have released J.J. Watt. The Texans have re- – wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, the Odaniacs Power Rankings Week 3 have been released. Whoa. This is huge. This is gigantic. So you I got Daniacs is such a funny. It's such a funny fucking. Thing. I've never. Uh, okay, so it's all the way up to fifty. I oh, I'm thirty eight. I made I made the list. Fifty people. Fifty people. Thirty eight. I'm thirty eight. Uh, let's see. Um, He's got a first floor out. This guy. Oh, oh wow! I I don't even know who these people are. I don't know who Cody Lands is. Who's Meatballs? <laughs> I don't know. How did you make it? I just, I'm just nice to the guy. I'm just nice to everybody in the office. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm nice to fucking O'Day. I don't think O'Day even looks at me anymore. Well, there you go. I don't think he likes you. Bed gang? Who's bed gang? I don't fucking know. This Is guy, that- I don't even have 50. I wouldn't be able to have 50 people on my list. Is bed gang caller daddy fans? Is Maybe. it? I don't know. I want to say that. I, I have no idea. I was going to make a wild guess. I have no clue. You think bed game um, like it is? You think bed game makes it seem like you you have sex a lot, or you just sleep all the time? 
If you have to call yourself bed gang, it's probably sleep. You're probably not getting. I want. To, I want to start a group that sleeps minimum eleven hours a night, and we're going to be bed gang. Uh, Glenny Balls does that. I was going to say Glenny Balls once. A fun fact: he once stayed up for sixteen hours straight. Super sixteen sorry. hours straight, bro. That's crazy. That was the funniest tweet because he meant it so earnestly. Like he wasn't kidding at all. And he probably exaggerated. Some some right. guy in this parking some guy in the parking lot just pulled up to me and just gave me a big thumbs up. I'm not sure if he was watching the show or I don't know what's going on. That would be kind um, of funny. <laughs> you're probably about to get robbed. He literally just pulled up in front of me and gave me a and gave me a big thumbs up and was like, Yeah, like let's get out. I don't know what reason that would be. I'm literally just sitting here on my phone. Did you um, get a thumbs up? What? Holler bed gang out the window. Bed gang. Bed gang. <laughs> bed gang. 11 hours sleep. What uh, people are saying on Twitter, they're just so dumb. They're like, oh, the Texans are falling apart. They've released J.J. Watt. It's like they didn't release J.J. Watt. They like he asked them to, and they were like, you know what? Sure. Like they, it, he didn't want to play for them. It's pretty much what Deshaun Watson, but he wants to trade. All right, yeah. So I got a big issue with what Pro Football Talk did. They they put out a tweet saying Deshaun Watson asked for a trade, nothing. JJ Watt asked for a release, and they do it immediately. And the implication was there because it was it was some sort of race issue. JJ Watt is a 32 year old, over the hill, often injured defensive lineman who gave everything to the franchise, but. His time as a as a top level superstar is over. Deshaun Watson is a twenty five year old quarterback who has not yet entered his prime. Who's going to be a top five quarterback in this league for the next five to ten years? There's much more value in him. You really got to see. I mean, you got to exhaust everything you got. Uh, yeah, there you go. Deshaun Watson has to be traded. Crickets. Did you want has to be released with the team getting nothing in return? Immediate compliance. There's, there's two different things. Deshaun Watson's value is 1,000 times higher than what J.J. Watt's value is this year. That That's the dumbest tweet I've ever seen. There's 25 I mean, teams right now that would drop their quarterback for Deshaun Watson. 25 teams. And J.J. Watt, you know what? It's like, all right, it, it's the name is cool. He was fucking awesome three years ago. He gets hurt all the time. And, like, that that's just so st- how stupid Twitter is. They're all just fucking dumb. Why, they don't want to trade their – quarterback because that's the piece that no one really has see pro football talk i feel like they're just at this point to me i feel like i just know them for this kind of clickbait like us talking about that right now is exactly what they wanted like i, yeah. I like i don't even think they honestly believe like they believe in that tweet honestly in their heart that was just pure clickbait pure clicks just just trying to get attention that's all that is a hundred percent. Everyone's like, "Oh, the Texans just released." It's like, bro, he they mutually agreed, and like he just wanted the fuck out of there because they don't need him anymore. They want to rebuild, obviously. Because obviously, Pro Football Talk is smart enough to know exactly what Brandon said. That clearly, Deshaun Watson's value is a million times higher than a thirty-two-year-old injury-prone defensive end over a twenty-five-year-old stud front quarterback. Marty, and I agree with you that the Texans are not falling apart because they lost J.J. Watt. The Texans are falling apart. The Texans are shedding parts. They're, they're, they're having to do a total rebuild. But them losing J.J. Watt isn't really part of that. I mean, the time for J.J. Watt at Houston just came to an end. He was injury prone. He had a great run there. He's going to go somewhere. He's going to make some money for a couple of years, and he'll ride off in the sunset. Now they got to – the Texans have um, – they got to figure out if they're going to keep Deshaun Watson and try to make him happy through through 
whatever they can do, or they got to maximize what they get from Deshaun Watson. They start all over. That's what I'm saying. So like the Jets, right? They're they're rebuilding, obviously, yeah. and they don't have like if they get say they get Justin, say they get Fields, yeah, they would like they would pay millions of dollars for him for Fields to be what Deshaun Watson is now. So why would the Texans give up something that people are trying to draft and do every day? Yeah, no, it, it, it's crazy. And I do think – do you all think Deshaun Watson – he's going to get traded. I think it's got to be the Jets or the Dolphins. They have the most to uh, to gain. The Jets probably have a, a little semi-leg up. Uh, I don't know if Deshaun Watson would want to play in New Jersey because he, he does have final say. He has a no-trade clause. I personally think he should go play in Miami because that's who I'm a fan of. Wait, Brendan, do you think the Jets have a leg up to trade over the Dolphins? Well, they have a hot uh, – the Jets have the number two pick. The Dolphins have the number three pick. Uh, I, I think the Jets also have Sam Darnold, who I think has probably a little bit more value than Tua Tungavailoa. Hmm. I guess I guess I probably would slightly disagree. I feel like I'd rather give Tua a shot just because he's so much younger. I'm just he not is, a Darnold believer. But he he's isn't so much, he's so much younger. Like, he's younger, but Darnold's still young. No, what, what's Darnold been in three or four years? Three years? Yeah, it's it's – I, I personally think Sam Darnold's probably a better quarterback than Tua Tungvaluwa, and that's that's why I say the Jets have a slight leg up. But maybe I'm wrong, and I don't know what the Texans think about either of those quarterbacks. Uh, but you're at, at worst, you're probably going to get uh, the Dolphins have two first round picks. I don't know if the Jets have two, but I know they have the number two pick. So at worst, you're going to get the number two pick, a young quarterback, and then at least maybe a uh, uh, number one pick next year, a number two pick next year, something, something like that. The Dolphins yeah. have a ton of picks. The Dolphins have a ton of picks and Tua. I just think the Jets have uh, – I think Darnold is greater than Tua in this in this circumstance to me. Did you see that uh, a lot of the mock drafts now are, don't have fields going to the Jets? Um, a lot of so them have not going as the fourth quarterback. I saw yesterday um, – I saw him uh, – I don't know who I saw. I saw Fields number two, and then I saw Zach Wilson number four, and the Dolphins going with Jamar Chase number three. I was seeing I was seeing Wilson going too, and I also saw Devontae Smith going uh, going like twelve or fourteen. And if that happens, Stephen Che is going to have a victory lap around the office. Yep, I saw the Giants. Big Eb, they were getting. Uh, I forget who fuck was. Is Pitts going? Yeah, Pitt, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I think it was Pitts that we were we were going with, which hey, I wouldn't be mad I, at. I keep seeing a. Uh, big I keep seeing a ton, of, a ton of teams saying we're going to take Jalen Waddle or a ton of mock drafts. I mean, so uh, I think the Giants, Giants definitely need a weapon. For sure, need a weapon. And I, I think I've seen a lot of Giants fans not want Kyle Pitts because Evan Ingram kind of—I don't know if he if he busted, but you know, Evan Ingram is a very frustrating player to root for because he looks like he should be better than he is, and when he does get open, he, he drops a pass. But Kyle Pitts is a different animal entirely. If you can get Kyle Pitts, I think you get it. One thousand percent. He's not. I don't think you could compare him to Evan Ingram. Plus, Evan Ingram went to He's so much bigger. He's so much taller. Which... Yeah, one hundred. Evan Ingram stinks. We need. We need some. We need some weapon. Our defense is is fine right now. We need offensive line, and we need a fucking weapon. You are you guys like me? So the Dolphins have the number three pick, and I understand how you build a football team. But whenever my team has a number one, two, three, four, five pick, real, real high, I get so disappointed when it's an offensive lineman. 
Oh, when the giant, yeah, it's ter- I know, I understand it, but it fucking sucks. Yeah, it's like it's like go, it's like getting uh, underwear for Christmas. Like you know, you got to have it. Yes, but you know, when you're unwrapping paper, you don't want it to be underwear. Like my favorite, I know, like drafting a running back really high isn't that smart. But when we got Saquon, it was just cool to have a name. Like it was just a nice name to have, not just from fucking huge bastard from Georgia or Auburn that's going to – I'm not going to really care about, even though I know we need them. Yeah, even though you know – you actually know that uh, an offensive lineman there would be a much better pick than Saquon Barkley. So much better. But it was just nice to be like, we got Barkley at stick. (laughs) I I remember the the Saquon draft day just drinking my face off in celebration, and now five years later, four years later, horrible pick. And he's a good player, but it's just not a good pick. No, it's not a good pick. But like even like the uh like the Browns when you hear like you got OBJ, you got Landry, just a bunch of names, but they're I don't know, like I just like having names. I love a good name. Yeah. That's why I won't <laughs> that's why everybody wants to sign JJ Watt, right? Like, well, I would I, love the Giants to sign oh, JJ. I would adore it. <laughs> um Isn't it crazy that when we had, the Texans had J.J. Watt and Clowney were like, holy fuck. They're not going to be able to do anything as a quarterback. I think they were the worst fucking defensive line ever. And didn't they have uh, – who is his name? What was his name was on there too? The fucking huge fuck. Uh, Vince Wilfork. He was on the pat. Wilfork? Vince Wilfork. Yeah, he was there too. Like, holy fuck, no one's going to be able to get through that. They were the worst. Clowney's a great example. Clowney's a, a great name. You, you see Clowney, you're like, oh, it's time now. It's, it's, we're, we're ready to go. Clowney's never done anything to make to, to earn that at all. Nope. I'll still take him, though. He literally he had one he had one really good hit the ball game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in 2011 against Michigan. Um, all right. So what else we got? Um, Zach Wilson. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. BYU quarterback Zach Wilson. Uh, now they're starting to wonder, is he going to be a good pick? Does he fail leadership? Because apparently – BYU had eight captains, and he was not one of them. Bo Callahan. Bo Callahan. Bo Callahan. Bo Callahan. Was, uh, not a leader. None he, of us was in his birthday party. He, was a, uh, he wasn't a captain, but he was on the leadership council. I, which makes me wonder. First of all, BYU is all 28-year-old guys with three kids. How do you get on the leadership council without being a captain? <laughs> I don't know. I, I agree. I don't. It just makes zero sense. All right, so now that I think about it, okay, so on this show, the leadership council is going to be me and Big Ev. Uh, but who's going to be the captain? Me. Oh, you're not the captain. I, I was cap. Were you guys ever a captain? No, I've never been. I was never a captain. It's a captain for three years in college. Three years? You were a captain as a sophomore? <laughs> Uh, like an assistant captain, yeah, but I was captain. No, no, wait, wait. There's no such thing as an assistant captain. Yeah, there is. You got a captain. A jersey? I, I, we don't put A's and C's on your jerseys in baseball, but I was an assistant captain. I was captain for junior and senior year. Marty, 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 you got Dwight Schrute. They just told you a made-up position. You, you weren't actually an assistant captain. I was captain junior and senior year, though. Did you have the C on your shirt? No, you can't. You don't know who puts a C in baseball. Didn't Derek Jeter? No, nah, not a C. I think, actually, I think Barrett that kind of C, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think he did too. But most baseball players don't put C's on their jerseys. I would put C on my jersey. 
I would I should have wanted to. They wouldn't let me. Actually, we need to make Walter Line shirts with uh, with you know with C's on them. Well, you already do that. It's it. Uh, oh no, we do that for Pick Central. When Pick Central goes live, it's uh, Pick Central with walk with Brandon Walker. That's what. Well, I mean, I'm I'm the host of the show. I am the the straw that stirs the drink. I am everything that uh, the, that this show revolves around. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Hold on, I got it. In fact, I just need to make a real quick change. If you guys can just bear with me. Uh, also, just, just to warn you guys, uh, my phone might die. Uh, just you, so you, big habit. <laughs> The, the, with the way your your reception's been picking up, I'm I'm hoping your phone does die. Is my reception that bad? Yeah, <laughs> pretty bad. I apologize. I'm trying not to. Right. I here. appreciate the effort of being here. Rico ain't here. Ben Mintz ain't here, so I appreciate the effort. It's I, I tried to plug my phone into the to the car to charge it just before, and it just it just brought the audio to the car, which that was an issue. So I unplugged it, but I'm 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 under ten percent, and I'm struggling. I can't wait for that phone to die. <laughs> just, it, it's just... coming soon. Um, all right, so Marty, I look, look what my name says. Yeah, I saw the captain. The captain. Yeah, I'll be the assistant captain. <laughs> assistant to the captain. <laughs> all right. Uh, so if Zach Wilson is yes, we saw the Trevor Lawrence star. We'll get to that in a second. I don't care about that throw. <laughs> Felix Hunter well, six, it's almost six six. That's, that's an impressive throw. I mean, all right, let's watch it. Well, TJ just wanted to do this, and I like that. I do like this about this show. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a decent throw, although the setup seemed a little bit long. So long, first of all. And these throws, like, yeah, they're great, but, like. Go back. I want to see how far I threw that ball. Go back a little bit. All right, so he's standing on the. 35. He's going to be he's standing. On the 25. Standing on the 25. He throws it from the 25, and the guy catches it at the 15. So that's. A lot of yards. 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 Okay, but like, does this really, really impress you? It's like, I, if you're going to be the number one overall, there's no defense, there's no nothing. I want you to be able to make that throw. No, no, it doesn't really impress me. But it's just, I know that Trevor Lawrence can make that throw in a game. That's what impresses me. Yeah, and and I, that's why it's like, you know what? I don't care because he's. I know he's fucking awesome. What the uh, fuck are you doing? Jerking off a mic? What are you doing, Mitzi? Nothing, man. Doing good. How are y'all? <laughs> What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? Freaking Friday. Good spirits. Yeah. Not football Friday. It's our first no. non-football Friday. It's, uh, it's I guess, college basketball Friday. I don't know. It's I can comfortably wear an XL T-shirt Friday for the first time in years. So I'm in good, good for you. How many? How much uh, weight did you lose? I don't know. We, it's a team thing, but we're doing good. So uh, I, we just wait as a team, but there's good progress on our team. So good spirits. All right. Good stuff. Fantastic. Um, so we were talking about Zach Wilson, BYU, not being a captain, and, and none of us think that's a big deal. So I'm going to lay this out to you guys right now. Uh, if we were the draft room – of a team, and we could draft football players from from uh, fictional football players from movies. Who's your number one pick? Do you go with the quarterback who might have some issues like Shane Falco? Do you go with Willie Beeman? Do you go with the pass rush? Do you go with Becky the Icebox? What do we do here? I want to be complete. I didn't know all three people you just said. All right, guys. Willie Beeman any given Sunday. Willie Beeman's from any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes, Shane Falco is from the replacements. 
You don't know Becky the Icebox from Little Giants? Oh, I know that. I know that. I haven't seen Little Giants in a while. I haven't seen the other two movies. Can't you just let me have this and not ruin it? I'm not trying to ruin it. I just want to make about, sure. Brandon, what about any of the guys from the program, the running back from the program or the the, the juiced-up linebacker? Alvin, Alvin Mack. Alvin yeah. Mack who wanted to kill everybody. Yeah. Uh, the, I would. I like the running back from uh, the longest yard. Nelly? Yeah. You like Nelly? Maybe a, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe a healthy Boo Miles, even though running backs are devalued right now. But Boo Miles is dirty. Unbelievable. I, I think a healthy Alvin Max a good one too because he also got hurt. Um, Julius Campbell from Remember the Titans, I could I could shore yeah. up a toothbrush with that. I, I I don't know, but I think you, if you got to go, there's there's always Vontae Mack no matter what. I think I'm going with him. Yeah. I think Vontae Mack's the way to go. Oh, Paul Crow was a sleeper. A sleeper, I think, is the uh, the tight end for the replacements. You want to talk about hands? The kind of hands. The oh, death guy. The tight end from wasn't he deaf? Yeah, but he was unbelievable. They said he would have been a first round pick if he could hear. <laughs> but if he can't hear, you he can't, can't hear. <laughs> right. Yeah, but just tell him that just, just sign to him to play. Yeah, but if you just imagine like with the first pick, the the uh the pick central takes the tight end from the replacements and he just sits there, he doesn't move. Well well I well I guess I guess not first overall, but I, I was I thought he was a sleeper for value. I might be he might be a great second rounder. You guys out there making one handed catches, he was unbelievable. Hey, Big F, I appreciate your effort today. I thank you for it. Um, it's been awesome. Thank you for doing what you're doing. The phone's too bad. I think we got to let you go. All right, I apologize. I, didn't really, I had no idea how bad it was. I couldn't tell. Do not apologize. Do not apologize at all. I, the fact that you you did it from the parking lot is incredible, and, I, and we, we appreciate it greatly. I'm just um, – yeah, it's just, it's just a little rough. All right, have a good one, boys. I'll pop. My picks will be on at the end. No, no, no. Good, good luck uh, uh, with the wedding. I, it's, uh, is he sad? I didn't mean to make him sad. No, not sad. I, he's not sad. He's fine. All right. No, I can take, I can take the heat. I'm good. Have fun, Big Ab. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, guys. God bless. Oh, he ended up with God bless. That's so classy. No, we had to. People listen to it as a podcast, and it's, it was, it's choppy. It was a little rough. Yeah, and when Mintz wasn't here, once we got the third guy in Mintz, we, we could, we could afford yeah, it. Just yeah. walk the line again. Yeah, we, I did not want to do walk the line. No, there's anybody involved that wanted to do that. <laughs> Brandon, what are you excited about your Florida trip? I mean, dude, that's Triple H tweeting out stuff. That's pretty damn big deal. No, that was awesome yesterday. So it happened during the show. We didn't get to really talk about it, but Triple H during their conference call said that Brandon Walker, Barstool Sports, will be coming, um, and he will be uh, – actually, we could probably play the audio, but but he'll be coming and he'll be doing the pre-show, and it's good to get some um, – it's good to, to, to get some perspective, some fresh perspective, and that's awesome. I'm going to buy me a suit jacket today. I'm going to buy me a sports coat to go with my best wrestling shirt. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to look really nice. Uh, I'm going tomorrow, and I'll be there on Sunday. So so this is uh, NXT? Yeah, NXT, which is the third brand under the WWE umbrella. They do Raw and SmackDown. They also, also have NXT Wednesday night. You play that? So I think it's going to be a spectacular night. As usual, we will have a pre-show leading into that. We will have a, uh, a special guest um, as part of the kickoff show this week with Brandon Walker from Barstool Sports coming in to be a part of that. Very excited to have Brandon in, um, you know, and, and give a different perspective on this and get his take on it. And I look forward to be able to do more of that in the future and, and really get different perspectives and point of view leading into these shows. And 
analysis of what's happening and where it's going. All right. All right. That is, yeah, that bell's very loud at the end of that. Um, that's Triple H saying my name. That's crazy. That's fucking awesome. I mean, that's incredible. And, Brad, you've been a lifelong wrestling fan. I mean, I can, I'm can. i trying to imagine in my head, I guess, if, like, the widespread panic guy said my name, I'd go nuts like that. I mean, that's got to be a huge moment for you, Brandon. Congratulations. Yeah, no, it really was. It was cool. Of course, you know, uh, with, with Barstool, uh, you can't you can't really stop and say, oh, it's cool he said my name because now i got to go down there and be on the show. So this, this, has, this is going to be the start of something hopefully gigantic. I started that podcast two months ago. So it, it's been it's been pretty, but that's just that's not the strength of me. That's just the strength of Barstool. That shows you how how uh, well renowned Barstool is. It, it could just take me and nobody off the street, and I could be on an NXT pre-show in two months. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. That Royal Rumble night. I mean, y'all du- y'all doubled y'all subscribers the night of the Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, yeah, it was big. And then we got WrestleMania coming up. So uh, so hopefully hopefully things go good. And of course, this Sunday, well, I'll be there. So hopefully we'll have a good night. On subscribers there as well. Um, I got one uh, NXT question real quick before we move on. For people like me, they're like, I'm an old school wrestling fan, but I don't follow it as much anymore. I hear NXTs, all the young talent. Can you explain like to people that may have not seen NXT what it is? So NXT started as their developmental, like their almost their minor leagues. It started that way, and and they would um, a lot of the guys who are famous now, Roman Reigns, uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, Dean Ambrose, who is now in another company, they they started down there. The Wyatt family started in NXT, and they worked their way up. In fact, most of their roster now has has worked their way up from NXT to Raw or SmackDown. Uh, but NXT over the last few years, it got the quality was so consistently great, and it was so awesome that it built up its own core audience and niche audience. You've got got you got people that watch NXT now that don't watch Raw or SmackDown. Um, so NXT kind of has its own audience, and now they've got to where they don't really – they do develop stars and send them on around SmackDown, but sometimes they keep them. Like Adam Cole has been there for four years. Um, several guys have been there for four years. Finn Balor was the first universal champion for WWE. Now he's the NXT champion. So you got a lot of guys who have uh, settled in NXT. Edge will, in fact, be at this show. He might challenge the NXT champion. So NXT is the most consistently dependable form of wrestling content in the world. Every single takeover is good. Their takeover is their monthly special or their bi-monthly special. And it is – NXT takeovers are the most consistently, dependably awesome shows in wrestling, and it's been that way since 2014. If you like old-school wrestling, you're going to get a feel of it here because NXT feels like old-school. It is booked that way. It has the storylines that way. And Triple H, it is his baby. So Triple H, the icon from from our youth, is uh, heavily involved. Shawn Michaels also very heavily involved. Wow, okay. I'm going to check it out just following this. I hadn't seen it yet. I've heard a lot about it. And just you being a part of it, I'm looking forward to checking this out. Yeah. No, thank you for uh, teeing that up as well because I, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about that. It's going to be a big deal for me. And uh, I, I can't wait to get down there and, and see what it's all about. All right. There's no, uh, there's no fans? There, there are like some fans. I think there will be a couple hundred fans in there. Uh, oh, WWE has built um, – like a, a wrestling center there to where it's not really an arena. It's uh, there'll be fans standing around there. It's, it's an interesting setup. Uh, what are you looking for? A charger for what phone? Tablet. Okay. Uh, well, I think you can take this one right here. I think this fits. Well, if you want, right we're looking for winning basketball picks, but yeah, that's, I thought that's what my wife was looking for. Okay, so uh, oh, by the way, before we go any further, Mincy, what do you think about JJ Watt? I think he's headed, man. I don't. I feel good that he's getting out of Houston because he deserves, after ten years there, to go play on a contender and have a chance at a Super Bowl. 
I mean, all sides to me, he fits as a three, four DN, not edge rusher in Pittsburgh to join his brothers. Like he could still be a three, four, one of those front three linemen to eat space, be good against the run and take up blockers. So, uh, so TJ can run free. I feel like I see him as a Steeler. Yeah. Steeler makes a lot of sense. I, how often does a guy end up with the team where it makes the most sense? Like right when it gets, uh, right when it gets released, like Deshaun Watson, when, when it was noted that he was going to be traded, I think Jets Dolphins and the likelihood he's going to be a bear or he's going to be a lion, you know, something, not a lion because they got a guy, but definitely not uh, a bear too. They're too dumb for that. Oh uh, yeah. They're in the Carson Wentz sweepstakes by themselves. No one. They're sitting by the lottery machine hoping it comes up bears when every ping pong ball says bears. The only Minty, cold point there, would be looking at him. Colts, Minty, yeah. Was there anything in that cup right there? Uh, just the, at the end of some passes. <laughs> oh. Trying to get every last drop out of it. Punch this out. I didn't, I didn't notice it. He, he saw I drank some empty coffee and just making fun of me. All right. Uh, before we get to the picks, I want to talk about um, Marty's favorite brand of clothing, my favorite brand of clothing, Cuts Clothing. They are somebody that makes Marty look very, very good. They got some of the nicest T-shirts in the games. They got the job. They got everything. Are you wearing Cuts clothing right now, that hoodie? This is a Cuts clothing hoodie. It's fucking awesome. That is a great-looking hoodie. I, in fact, I've been trying to make fun of you at every turn. Your hat's ridiculous, but you're, you look good everywhere else. If it's like form fitting too, I'm I'm gonna get some more from here because this. And then the pre, let me tell you something about Cuts too. The presentation when it comes to your place is fucking. Uh, it's like. It's uh, very classy. Try to cuss as much as you can in these ads, Marty. It's appreciated. Uh, I didn't so, even realize I cussed. <laughs> how, uh, how, uh, how's it come to your like, – like the box is nice? Yeah, the box is nice. It's just very – it's so many boxes. I, I love it. So they got great hoodies. They got great sweatshirts. They got great T-shirts. Uh, it, fit, it fits and it feels unlike anything you've ever worn. It is the most comfortable T-shirt you could possibly have. Go to cutsclothing.com slash picks. Cutsclothing.com slash picks. 15% off your first order there. Cutsclothing.com slash picks. Check them out. You can look like Marty Mush or you can look good. So either way, cutsclothing.com slash picks. Check it out. All right. So we have a huge college basketball slate this weekend. Uh, Villanova against Creighton, number five against 19. Looks like we've lost Texas Tech Baylor to cancellation. Uh, is, is that for sure, Marty? Yeah, it's pretty much for sure. Because I've been uh, I've been doing the shows. So I haven't been able to look. Um, North Carolina, Virginia, Louisville, Virginia Tech, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Iowa, Michigan State. Pretty standard slate, but still, as we get towards this tournament next next month, uh, we're getting down to the uh, you know down to the, the time for these teams to separate themselves. Well, Loyola, Chicago, Drake is a hell of a match. That's what I was going to say. That's going to be a very like that's if you're not like a actual college basketball fan, if you're just like you know like the. Yeah, like the avid watcher, like you're not going to really watch that game. Loyola Chicago Drake is going to be a fucking beauty of a game. So is Drake still undefeated? No, they're 19 and one, and Chicago is uh, they're ranked now 22. So I just uh, good for Sister Jean for still kicking. By the way, we we went over this. It's kind of some bullshit how much she charges on cameo. Uh, what was was how much was it three fifty? It was a lot, wasn't it? I forget exactly. I mean, it was like I think it was around two fifty. I'm telling you that Vatican man, they got to have those nice paintings up there for the Pope. Those Catholics, they'll get you with the, they get you with like two issues. They get you with all kinds of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they'll get you with the fees. Uh, but yeah, Loyola Chicago Drake. Where's that at? Is that going to be at Drake or Loyola Chicago? It's at Drake. Okay, so 
Drake going to be an unranked favorite in that game over the ranked team? 150, bro. 150. Uh, Marty, this is not to make fun of you because I think I know it, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm 80% sure. What state is Drake in? No idea. Iowa, right? I think it's an Iowa. I think it's Iowa. Yeah. I'm almost certain Drake is an Iowa. Like uh, those mid-majors, man, like Creighton, I know it's in Omaha, Nebraska, but some of them will just sneak up on you. Bradley, I think Bradley's in Illinois. Couldn't tell you. That Indiana, Illinois, Missouri, there's a bunch in that whole area in that Missouri Valley. Yeah, I, I'm almost certain Drake's in Iowa, though. Um, oh, I know this is going to – you guys pro- uh, probably talk about on the yeah. Let me say this real quick. I want to get Rico's line in here. Drake, fantastic rapper, great basketball team. I think that's right. That's exactly it. Um, did you watch the trivia? So, I haven't watched it yet. I was aware of it. The second it ended, I got texts and calls from four of the principals involved in it, both the host and a couple of members of the other team. That was as thorough an ass-whipping as we have seen on The Dozen, hosted by Jeff D. Lowe. A phenomenal show on Barstool Sports that also includes me. I'm going to have to go watch this one. I hadn't seen it yet. It's uh, First of all, KB needs to be in some competition of geography. What no, the, KB needs to be institutionalized. What he was doing, <laughs> the the once you watch it, once you guys watch it, they like put flags and like, I've never seen these flags before. I know I'm not the greatest example, but like what he was pulling out of his ass, I wasn't pulling out of his ass, he knew it right away. Yeah. And Jeff was nowhere to be, like wasn't even close to KB in this. It was it was pretty bad. So well, the way it came up was big man on campus, Jeff Nadu has been challenging uh, – he's been challenging a lot of people, but he's been challenging KB, no swag, to a geography off and saying, I know just as much as you. So this dozen had four geography questions. Usually it only has one. Had four geography questions, and KB went bang, 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 bang. Final score, 17-4. to four. And I don't think that's a spoiler. It's a day and a half late. So I apologize if, if you're watching this. But if you're watching Pick Central, you're a big enough Barstool fan where you probably already watched a dozen. So mm-hmm. – uh, just relax on that. It's not a spoiler. You should have watched it already. Um, but seventeen to four, and Jeff Madu got pantsed by KB. It was yeah, it was tough. It was a tough uh, showing. You can't just get four points when you're like challenging people nonstop. You know, Marty can get four points. Yeah, I'm on the record saying I pro- I'm playing Monday. I'll probably get zero questions right. And so Monday night, the dozen, it is uh, – well, actually, it comes out Tuesday. We're recording Monday night. Uh, the dozen is Brandon Walker and PFT, the experts, against Marty Mush, Terrence Ross, and Evan Longoria. Wow. It's just I'll a, be watching that one. I just don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> um, have you talked to uh, to those two again? Uh, I talked to Terrence yesterday. I haven't talked to Evan yet. Now, you and Terrence are basically you're, – you're just friends. Yes. You and Evan Longoria, though, y'all are just acquaintances, right? Uh, we no, I text him probably like the second most. That's why I asked him. Like we, oh no, I text him third most. Hardy's Hardy was going to be the next person, but uh, no, Evan Longoria, he's uh, he's he's becoming more of a friend. What about? I still don't understand this Hardy thing. Why? He's a famous musician who wears Mississippi State gear, who went to Mississippi State, and he will not follow me on Twitter. And I'm not following him first. I'm Brandon Walker. I got more followers than he does. I, I'm, but, but he doesn't know who I am. That bothers me. He should know who I am. Let me tell you, he's not even like a Barstool. Like, he likes Barstool. He's just not a Barstool, like, fan. And I'm just – he's another person that's just like – I'm going to Nashville in April. So I got to tell you, guys, 
the other night I was watching, I was just sitting in my basement and I watch YouTube and uh, I decided I haven't listened to a new country or new mu- music since about 2005. So I said, you know what? I'm going to see what's going on with new country. I pulled up the 2020 Billboard Top 100, listened to the top 10. Hardy was in there. Uh, it was okay. Um, Hardy was in there and then there was a couple of girls. There was a couple of girls at the top. They were pretty good. Maren Morris and then somebody else, Abby something or other. What was Hardy's one beer? One beer, yeah. And it was, it, it was, I didn't love it. I, I didn't love it. Um, I actually, uh, I, I started, I heard a Morgan Wallen song for the first time, which I'm a week late in actually listening to him because I think it's too late to start. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and yeah, I don't know that I like, there was an Old Dominion song that I liked. I don't know who Old Dominion is, but I like their song. Oh, yeah. Morgan Wallen, uh, yeah, had he's a, struggling right now. Had a good run. Had a good run. Feel uh, bad. Not good. Yeah, it's not good for anybody. But uh, yeah, so so I, I listened to and it was fine. It all all the songs sounded the same except for that one girl's Gabby or Abby, Gabby or something. Abby, I don't know. What? I, I hope was the name like... of the song. I I the 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 song was basically I hope you meet a girl and I hope she's fun and I hope she does this and I hope she goes down on you in the theater. I hope she does everything and then I hope she cheats on you. What? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. That's sick. Yeah, yeah, she was vindictive. I liked it. And what about, would you ever listen to, like, like now, like the top 20 pop songs? I, You know, we all do content. I think a, a good piece of content would just be me listening to the top 20 songs of 2020 because I, I wouldn't know any of them. So, and, I think it would be funny if I joined. I wouldn't either. It'd be have you guys fun. heard the new the new one? No. That was, uh, I'm gonna, it's called Driver's License? No, I haven't heard a new song in 14 years. That's insane. Uh, I mean, there's some songs that, that came out during that time that got do so. Your, do, your, do your kids listen to anything? Uh, my kid, my kid, the one that listens to music, uh, pretty much listens to 90s music because that's all I ride around and listen to. That's true. That makes sense. Um, all right, picks. We got. I got five picks today, and then we will. Uh, you follow along to Twitter tomorrow at Pick Central. We'll have our our cards for Saturday and Sunday up. We got to figure out as we go along how we're going to do weekends because we need to be giving away weekends on friday it's just so hard no yeah um, so many the saturday saturday is like four day, days of games or so many damn games all right i got uh let's see we have anybody here we don't have number one who's rico bosco we don't have number two who's big ev uh starting at number three who is marty mush he can go first yes i only have i i told you yesterday i pushed on here but i actually won because i bet it later in the day um Illinois minus 14 and a half and Clemson minus three and a half. I'm only a little bit scared of Illinois because I know how bad Nebraska is. It is home at Nebraska and Illinois plays down to their fucking competition every time. So, but I'm going with Illinois. Hopefully they just keep, keep staying hot. Good Lord. My, uh, my fictional draft pick uh, tweet has 178 quote tweets. I, I tweeted an hour ago. What'd you, t- what'd you tweet? If you had the number one pick in the draft entirely comprised of players from football movies, who do you go with? Let so- me tell you something. People love to do like uh, drafts or like fucking lists. They just love and, doing and trivia. I and love trivia. I, I, we should draft a list of trivia one day. Or yeah. list, list our favorite trivia drafts. I think Joey Molinaro does a list every day now. Yeah, which uh, – I he he got upset at people last night that they got upset at his outcast list. But I I could have told him you can't mess with outcast. You can't just say a a, a hit for outcast because the deep track people are coming. 
you know, music fans are insane for their yeah. they oh, music, people. Music Twitter is awful. But, you know, every time we say that, we say this Twitter is awful. Every Twitter is awful. There's not one fun Twitter. There's not a fun Twitter. They're like, just Glennie got into barbecue Twitter. He said it was one of the worst things in the world. Barbecue Twitter is awful. Gambling <laughs> Twitter is rough too. Sometimes, well, Gambling. you keep giving picks like we have. It's definitely going to be rough. But uh, any, any food Twitter's bad. It, it's it's, it's every gambling is bad because you could go ninety and zero, and people would be like, "Oh, you're still the worst gambler when you lose one." Um. All right. So my picks: um, Robert Morris minus one and a half against Oakland. Robert Morris is three and eleven, and they should not be favored over anybody. But they're one and a half point favorites. That's what I'm going with. Clemson minus three and a half against Georgia Tech. Knicks minus three and a half against the Wizards. Hawks Spurs over two twenty six. <laughs> Mavs minus three over the Pelicans. Mincy, please don't sneeze again while I'm doing my thing. That wasn't um, me. That wasn't me. Uh, Mush, please don't sneeze while I'm doing this. Yep, of course. Mavs minus three over the Pelicans. Those are my five picks, and uh, we'll let Mincy go. But but uh, uh, TJ, do we have Rico or Big Ev's card? So very quick, Cleveland State minus two and a half, Winthrop minus six, and Knicks minus three and a half. And for Big Ev, Georgia Tech plus four, Winthrop minus five and a half, Campbell minus three and a half, and Hawaii plus five and a half. Ben Mintz, go. I've got a Temple plus six. I'm rocking my Louisiana Tech mask today. I got them plus one, minus one against UAB tonight at home and Andy Kennedy. Gardner-Webb by four. St. Bonnie plus two and a half. Middle Tennessee plus 17. Illinois-Chicago minus three. Cleveland State minus three. Dixie State, that's actually in Utah. Who knew that for a school named Dixie? Plus nine and a half. And in the NBA, the Wizards, two and a half point home dog. And Boston by eight over Detroit. I'm going – what, what I've been doing hadn't been working, so we're going big cat high volume for the time being, trying something different. So you went five and five the last and two three nights? And three, five and five two nights ago, three and three last night. So the long and winding road to mediocrity. Yeah, but, I mean, if you put 10 picks out and it was 16 picks in two days and you win half of them, that's a winning day. That's- it feels that way, mm-hmm. honestly, as bad as it sounds. But, yeah. But uh, also, uh, we've got a new some new props. Uh, I'm going to be putting out in the Barstool Sportsbook that are going to be Pelican and Zion related. Some videos coming with that later. Shout out to our Pin Gaming guys for working with me on that. So, do you hate my Mavs pick minus three over Pelicans? No, I don't hate it. The Pelicans still aren't consistent on the road. Uh, being young, um, I, I mean, I feel like it's a game that could go either way. But I, I don't, I don't blame you. I don't love the Pels tonight. The thing with the Pelicans though, when Lonzo Ball shoots well, they're good because Zion and Ingram are damn good. But the guard plays like hit and miss. They, they're hitting shots they can win. I just realized something. Marty, I don't know why you didn't point it out. I look phenomenal today. My hair looks good. My hair is just wavy and and and, and nice. And 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 then my I got the Rowdy Roddy Piper shirt. How come you wouldn't tell me, Marty? No, yeah, that's my bad. My bad I didn't bring that up. It's okay. It's all right. Just next time, if you could. I- Remember to like and subscribe to Barcelona Sportsbook YouTube channel.